0: 516-1220 So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary Here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network
1: Hello? 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 Is this on? Kidding. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. The three main stock indices today. Is it indices or indices or indexes or index or It's an excess of indexes. The three main U.S. stock indices are showing some fight today. It's kind of interesting. Um, things were a little bit of a fail yesterday. Concerns over the U.S. economy remain at the fore. Final GDP for the fourth quarter of the year came in at a very tepid two point two percent for the year two point nine percent. Trump wanted three percent for the year, and that was a little of stimulus behind it. We continue to wait with bated breath. I know you are saying, "What type of bait do you have on your breath, Rob?" Well, actually, I've got I got a little worm dipped in cornmeal. That's my bait breath. You with the time, I'll keep you in suspense. Well, Trump's not going to tell us about what's baiting his breath, but U.S.-China trade talks are still out there. We're waiting. And when you get that GDP number of 2.2%, I'm sure Trump is like, okay, Steve, time for you to go back to China. Time for you to go back to China. Let's get this done. Steve being Treasury Secretary Steve. There's some political turmoil in the UK over Brexit. Uh, Theresa May has resigned. Where do they go now? They can't seem to figure out how to leave. And they can't figure out how to legally stay. It's kind of like your your uncle who's got a pregnant wife and they're being evicted, but they can't quite force him out, but they kind of can't pay either, right? Brexit's just a mess, as, Do- as a Donald mess. Trump would say. It's a mess. A mess. It's a mess. Is it a mess, Donald? A mess. It's a mess. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Apple's betting big on digital subscriptions. That's the story of the week. Man, a lot of people are all over on this one. Um, On one hand, subscriptions are like a great business model. You know, we talk about like millennials spend money and uh, baby boomers consume pharmaceuticals. And you can find trends and stories And the world populations growing. People keep having babies. That's an investment theme. Right? Good. Innovation is not really a theme, but subscriptions are. Apple's long plan for a video streaming service and a significant reboot of Apple News are the latest signs of the digital subscriptions are the surest path to high margin revenues. We are a subscription economy. It's worthy of throwing that out there. The biannual report came out on talking about how subscriptions have grown. In the last seven years, hundreds of subscription companies have grown on average 321% in the last seven years. Wow. Apple. Um. Obviously seen growth in their subscriptions. And they like it. Apple has shifted its focus to a booming service division. In the last two earnings call. Remember a couple earnings call ago? They were like, we're not going to really talk about how many phones we make anymore. Sorry. You want to be a. It's going to be a secret. 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 I've got a secret. Mr. Roboto. Um. 70% Seventy percent of organizations have deployed such services, or strongly are considering it. So, direct to consumer subscription services. Now, again, you could look at like marijuana and say, "Wow, that's a gold mine just waiting to happen." It's a gold mine. I got to get some picks and shovels. Same that's thing cold. with you know, subscriptions, oh. right? Um, some analysts have come out this week and said positive things. Some have said negative things. I think it's a stickier thing. Papi needs that sticky icky for his glaucoma. Yeah. Getting it sticky and getting you embedded in that product. Like, anytime I'm sick, and I've been sick recently, I've got a little immune issue. Um, I'm just fighting through it. I'll be fine. But anytime I do, I spend a lot more time on my phone. and like, I want to get more out of it, right? right. And I feel like I'm a little stuck with it. So, the problem with Apple is, at one point in time, phones were just awful. You had these Motorola flip phones. Awful. Nokia had their phone, which the phones that Nokia came out with, people were pretty much in love with. Love, like, not appropriate love. And then BlackBerry came out, and then that was an appropriate love. That was like going on the love boat and meeting BlackBerry, and you're like, wait, this is what a phone should be all about. And then Apple comes on the boat, and they're hotter. Exciting There's sex here. They're more beautiful. Apple's wearing a thong. Everyone's like, "Woo,
0: Apple!" We're expecting
1: now, where's that sex appeal now? Apple TV, a video subscription—that ain't to You can't just trump. You can't just walk out Oprah Winfrey and Steven Spielberg and say, "Ta-da!" Instant. Sp- now again, Oprah Winfrey's not bad. She's got a. Lot, she's an influencer, right? But she's also old. I want to see Apple pull out a 20-year-old college student to be the the face of a new product. Yes, like Lori Loughlin's daughter. I'll even take a Kardashian, Kyrie. Jenner. I want a Jenner, not a Kardashian. I've changed my mind. I want a Jenner, not a Kardashian. But artificial intelligence, it doesn't really seem to be moving the needle on subscriptions and siri could be the dumbest robot of all time right ask siri questions and you're like you don't get it ask siri to auto correct her spelling and he's like you don't get it i've had to change siri to uh, the male voice because it she's so i'm disappointed i've moved on she was on the love boat with me and i kicked her off So, Apple TV, the video subscription. Apple Arcade, the gaming subscription. Kind of like that one. Apple News. I'm going to play with that soon. And I'll I'll give you my review. Um, I'm a big reader. So, NVIDIA's recently announced acquisition of Melanux has handicapped the big chip war between AMD and Intel. So, there's a lot going on with, like, the companies that are pushing innovation and the companies that use that innovation. A lot of people think Apple's had a pretty weak event from a presentation and narrative perspective. For me, if one or two of those announcements get sticky, you may stick around on the landscape, the ecosystem. Apple's original DNA was built upon innovation. It was built upon building products that other companies couldn't build. And now they're saying, Spotify, you've got a great music platform. We can come up with music. Netflix, you've got a great video platform. We can come up with a video. So, The products that Apple announced are not consumer need driven because there's already, it's already there. Now, the big question is the Apple credit card. It's made of titanium. It has no number. It's built into your phone, essentially. Apple, the company is, you know, this is kind of a, they're dangling, they're dangling something in front of us that's pretty. Um, a lot of questions, though, remain on it. So a lot of people question whether Apple has any innovation left in them. They spend a ton of money on research and development. They better. Um, otherwise, that's money not well spent because it's easy to copy people. It, it's its tougher to innovate. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black show, Twitter, Rob Black show, YouTube, Rob Black show. Lyft is coming Friday. March 29th, where will you be?
0: sense of your portfolio now back to rob black and your money on am 1220 kdow
1: there's something kind of odd about people who dress up their animals as other animals i never quite get it the guy who dresses up his chihuahua is an alpaca <laughs> i don't get it With that said, one thing that I want to teach you about is someone's getting rich selling alpaca costumes for chihuahuas. A lot of us have these get-rich-quick ideas. A lot of us have some, you know, uh, I got the best business idea ever. If only I could get on Shark Tank. That's tough to pull off. How about this one? How about one day when you're just a little sperm and you meet the egg and you're born into a family that has a dynasty of wealth? How about that for hitting the lottery, right? So we're going to talk a little bit about this because I want to discourage. I don't want to discourage. But those of you who think you're going to become a real estate tycoon, those of you who think you're going to come up with something that makes you billions and billions of dollars, um, trading software, um, get rich, quick ideas. Notice the top 15 families. And this is a top 15 list from the home office in Scottsdale, Arizona. And talking about hitting the lottery. Number 15, the Kathy family it's worth 11 billion dollars why chicken Samuel truett Cathy started chick-fil-a in 1967 wow that's a good 50 plus years ago right his son's Bubba and Dan share the fortune at about 5.5 5 billion each so all Bubba and Dan did they were the winning sperms what is there like A million sperms Like they were the guy He was the fastest Good for him He was born Oh This is a Chick-fil-A rap song I know grown men Who swear by Chick-fil-A Five
0: and a half billion each
1: Did nothing other than Had a dad Came up with a business model Well okay maybe they ran the company And other things but you get the idea Number 14 on the list The Stryker family. What does the Stryker family do? They're worth about $11.1 billion. A medical equipment company. Pretty cool, right? Americans are aging. Your heart's going to blow up. You're going to need a stent, a valve, a pacemaker, something inside your body, maybe a hip. So he's got three grandchildren, the guy who came up with it. Pat, John, and Rhonda. They each inherited grandchildren. $12 billion. They inherit a stake in a company that generates $12 billion in sales. Only one of them actually works for the company on the board of directors. What do they know about medical device equipments? They were the lucky sperms. They they swam fat. Like, Wow. Remember that Dave Matthews song, If I Could Have Been a Parking Lot Attendant or a Rich Billionaire? Again, if I could have been that lucky guy to uh, get into a family of, of millionaires and billionaires. The Goldman family owns a lot of real estate. They come in number 13 on the list at $13.2 billion. Sol Goldman began the real estate firm in 1950s by buying foreclosed properties at bargain prices. He has a 17% stake in the world trade center developments. It's embarrassing the amount of wealth this man has created for his family. Number 12 on the list, the Bass family, $13.3 billion. You know how they made their money? Oil. Like Dallas, like Jr., They struck it rich, like the Beverly Hillbillies. Right? So maybe you can go in your backyard and see if you've got an oil patch under there. Oil tycoon. What a great thing to be, right? It's even better to be born to a dad with an oil tycoon, because you didn't have to actually do any of the dirty work. In this family, the four brothers received $5.6 billion in stock after selling their company to ExxonMobil in 2017. Wow. Number eleven on the list, not as quite as fun, not as quite as sexy. The Ziff Brothers. Basically PC magazine and other publishing ventures. They own a lot of homes in Aspen, so they, they've taken their money and used it wisely. Number ten on the list, SC Johnson. What does SC Johnson make? Pledge and Glade and Windex. Company was founded in eighteen eighty two by Herbert Fisk Johnson. He died in 1928 without a will. <laughs> there was a fight for that money. Number nine on the list of richest families the S.C. Johnson family, the Louder family. Louder. Louder. What's that? Estee Louder. Makeup. So, skincare products. Dominant. They own MAC, they own Clinique. $13.8 billion in sales. And they were born, not with a silver spoon, but a billion silver spoons in their mouth. And what do they do? They do philanthropy for art and the museums. Number eight on the list of the Duncan family, $24.8 billion. Now we're talking about serious money, right? I didn't even play around unless the lottery's at $24.8 billion. Not worth my time to do $24.7 billion. If I'm trying to get in and uh, be that little, how shall we say, sperm that gets the egg, I'm going for a richer family. They do natural gas and oil. Um, Four children inherited $10 billion. Not too shabby. The Pritzker family. Never heard of the Pritzkers, have you? They were one of the founding members of the Hyatt hotel chain. 11 members of the family are billionaires. 11 members of the family are billionaires because one man said, I want to start a place where people can sleep at night that's amazing now notice there's no day traders on this list there's no um online uh, trading you know scholarships there's no nothing moving further down the list the cox family probably don't know cox communications because i think it's more of an east coast thing but they did newspapers they did radio stations they did cable tv And um, they also got into cars or automotive or retail sales or something like that. Huge wealth. Five grandchildren. Five grandchildren share the wealth of a company that generates billions of dollars, $37 billion of wealth. Can you imagine, like, you go on a date and you meet one of the grandchildren, and they're like the most normal person in the world, and they're like, oh, by the way, I've got $7 million. Did you say million or billion? Billion. Oh, nice to meet you. When can I meet mom and dad? <laughs> kind of thing, right? The Edward Johnson family is worth $38 billion. It's been in the family for generations. Granddaughters own billions of dollars. The Cargill-McMillan family, $38 billion. They are an agricultural business company. Again, no day traders. No people who started real estate from from their rooms. No people, it's people who inherited well, right? Jumping all the way down the Mars family, $72 billion fortune for Milky Way, M&Ms, and Mars bars, shared by two daughters, two granddaughters. And they all do foundation work. Number two, the Koch brothers, $107 billion for doing oil refineries. Very Republican donors. You probably heard of the Koch brothers. But the number one list, the number one family is the Walton family, $169 billion. And founded in 1962. That's a lot of money. $500 billion in sales, 11 plus billion near children and grandchildren. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Oh,
0: Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: Everything I ever learned, I learned from a book. You probably know a lot about me if you've been listening through the years because I try to share with you. I learned how to love through a book. I learned how to invest through a book. I learned how to see life through a book. When I was a young boy, I lived overseas, and I read 1984. I read Pride and Prejudice. I read A Tale of Two Cities. I read The Man Without Qualities. I read Steppenwolf. I read The Fellowship of the Ring. I read Emma. Emma! I read The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. I read Frankenstein. I read Sid Hartha. I read East of Eden. I read Oliver Twist, Wuthering Heights, Dracula. And Frankenstein Like The Republic The Stranger The Little Prince The Hobbit The Great Gatsby I was a prolific reader Now? Not so much Now I like to read for fun As a kid I was was just curious It doesn't make me a better person than you It just makes me well read Everything I ever learned I learned how to read I learned in a book And I highly suggest You pick up financial books But use them as a grain of salt I think one of the better ones is by Peter Lynch. Um, any book about Warren Buffett, I'll say let's give it a try. Um, there's the Truth About Money by a guy named. I'm on medication right now, Rick. 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 It's not coming to my head right now. Um, give me a second. I got a. What are you
0: talking up. about, fool?
1: Rick Edelman. Uh, oh, Mr. T, gotta call me out. Mr. T, you're not acting like a bro. Bros don't call each other out. First rule of bro. Okay, you're right, sir. <laughs> that, that puts me in my place. I do not talk back to Mr. T. Anyhow, let's move forward. I'm crazy. Get off my back now. Um, car rental companies. Should they have stopped Uber and left? You go back in time and you see, like, The big mistakes that people made You know Napster disrupted digital music Well digital disrupted a lot right You're seeing Goldman Sachs Jump on a credit card with Apple Because Goldman Sachs doesn't have credit cards That anyone cares about on the consumer side And Apple's got 1.2 billion Consumers That's a home run for Goldman Sachs Nice work They could go out and say Our fixed trading desk I.E. Bonds income struggled we had to fire a lot of people but you know what we're going to redeploy some of those assets to go after 1.2 billion apple customers i get it do you get it i get it do you get it um barons out there today is positive on google great google and moogleda now I didn't really give this a lot of service last week, and I should have. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I was focused on Apple. Maybe I just don't have enough time in the day. Maybe I've got an um, antigen in my body that's that's mutating my brain into like an alien brain or something. I don't know. I missed it. I, I messed up. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Gaming meets the cloud, and investors scramble to catch up. There's going to be a big shift with the Xbox next... The Sony PlayStation Next. The Nintendo Switch is kicking hiney right now. It's the most innovative um, console out there. I don't even know if you can call it a console. But Google's saying, you know what? We want to be in in this. And Apple said we want to be in on this. I really hope Apple, and I know that you're saying, Rob, you have some weird Apple fantasies. This is a weird Apple fantasy. I really hope Apple, and I'm not talking Fiona Apple. I'm really hoping Apple buys Nintendo because that would make that gaming service worth it, and it would be family-friendly. Sweet. Not that they're up for sale. But anyway, Google and the cloud. Makes me want to sing my song, Google, nothing but Google. The cloud's eventually going to remake the gaming world, so says Google. Google unveiled a cloud gaming service called Stadia, which is interesting. It looks nothing like the Google um, logo. It has no Google in it. They're not really trying to to stick with that. But Stadia is going to launch this year. And it enables gamers to play stream games on their computers, television, smartphones without the need for a separate console. The supercomputer will be held at Google's headquarters. Inside the Google lair, supercomputers control the world. While you're playing video games, they're really mining your brain for mush. So the announcement helped AMD. Up 12%. That's $2.8 billion in value. Because Google said, we're going to be an AMD shop. Companies like Sony and GameStop dropped. Sony, PlayStation, GameStop sells hard copies. And uh, GameStop's talking about a dinosaur. They got those little dinosaur T-Rex hands that can't quite reach their, their, their pocket to pull out the wallet. You ever date someone like, you're like, hey, it's time to pay. And like, oh! and they start waving their hands in front of their body and they can't quite find a credit card anywhere near their their chest because their hands are only like attached to arms that are like three inches long. Said T-Rex. I've dated a T-Rex or two. Some of my friends are T-Rexes. I digress. So Sony... Oh, GameStop. Dinosaur. Um, I saw some of the game companies say we're not going to give them codes. They're actually going to have to sell stuff. We're not going to give them codes so people can digitally download If they want to digitally download the game, they can come to us. Alphabet rose 1.2% on the day they did this big announcement. But it was AMD that was the big winner. The Stadia rollout is latest, greatest, next big thing of the cloud. From software to music to video streaming to backing up our files, more and more services are shifting to the cloud. Why? Why? Because it offers quicker scalability. Cost efficiencies and a closer connection to the customer. Let's talk Do Re Me. Do a deer, a female deer. Gaming is a huge market. $135 billion in sales last year. This isn't Pac Man. This isn't heading down to the arcade with a pocket full of quarters. This is $135 billion. So, and it's expanding. Stadia expands the audience for people that can play big games. You don't have to have a supercomputer anymore because Google's going to have it for you. You just have to have a good internet connection. Oh my God, no way! Publishers will benefit from the additional distribution streaming offers. Traditional hardware game consoles makers could potentially lose business. GameStop is an absolute loser in this. Google's confident that current broadband infrastructure has improved enough to make it work. We'll see. When you get in the game of Battle Royale 100 people and one kid in Peoria has a 24 4k modem and he's just grinding everyone slower so Stadia is not going to work unless you have 25 megabits per speed of download and that way Google can get you 1080 resolution at 60 frames a second US broadband infrastructure can easily absorb that so says Ookla. Ookla does speed test checkups the average fixed US connection right now 95 megabits per second and all they need is 25 you know, it stinks is every now and then you hear about like in Sweden, they've got internet that is invisible. And you're like, I want some invisible internet. wait, oh, wait, 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 what does that mean? So we always look at Europe and they're like, they've got some better infrastructure than us. They've buried their power lines underground in a lot of cases. So when there's tornadoes and hurricanes and things like that, it doesn't disrupt as much infrastructure, right? Part of infrastructure is broadband. Google's gaming strategy, we have a lot of questions. Here's question number one. Numero uno questionero. How are you going to make money? Numero question dos. Answer question one. I only have two questions for Google. How is it going to make money? Company has a history of shuttering or backpedaling on high profile products. Google Fiber. <laughs> No winner. No bueno. Google Plus was trying to be a social network. Shutting down. I love it when people think that I have all their answers for their lives. I don't mind. It's a little bit of a pain in the butt, but I don't mind. Someone emailed me the other day and I said, it sounded like an old person. On email, I know you're saying, how does it sound like an email? Well, it's kind of like this. It sounds, rap. I've got Google Plus. I hear I have to take all my pictures off. So that's my old person who's slightly sick and got a cold email. That's exactly what it sounds like. like So Google, um, this person actually thought I should be con- they should consult me on Google Plus being shut down, what they should do with everything they put on Google Plus. So I'm like, yeah, I hear it's shutting down. So if you want some of those old photos and things that you had there, you probably want to download them onto your computer again. So can you imagine if Facebook said, you've got 30 days to get all your pictures off our platform? Could you imagine? Would there be panic in the streets? Would the damn dirty apes take over the planet? <laughs> Google's going to have competition because Microsoft wants to do essentially the same thing, cloud offerings. There's Microsoft is known as Project X Cloud. NVIDIA has got GeForce now. GeForce, members unite. Shape of a water pick. An NVIDIA spokesperson said that the serious gamers will stick to their high-end gaming PCs. So maybe Google's going after a lower-end consumer. Might be a lot easier to stream, say, Mario than it is to stream Halo. Or Sony's Uncharted. So exclusives would be held for the consoles. It's going to be interesting to watch. But again, the big do ray that you have to pay attention to it's big you're talking a huge industry i'm rob black talking all things financial 135 billion wakes me up i'm rob black
0: Rob Black online at RobBlack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220
1: KDOW. Tell me what I want.
0: Tell me what I Good day,
1: good day, good day. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. I pledge if you listen to the show, I will do everything I can to bring some good content to you. And I try to be honest along the way. And I pledge, if you get a robocall, I will put that person to death. I hate robocalls, don't you? Um, I have some other platform issues that I can go through, but we'll save that for an election year, which, oh, just happens to be next year. The United States. The United States. So the Trump administration has to be disappointed with the fourth quarter GDP reading. Came in at 2.2%. The final number. And the reason I wanted you to say that the reason I want to say that it was disappointing is because we had a lot of stimulus. Remember the tax cuts? And we came in well below for the year. Not well below for the year, just a tad below. But for the quarter, it's struggling. Winner of the $768 million Powerball jackpot? Probably not you. Because it happened in a different part of the country. In Wisconsin, don't you know. There's probably a Packer cheesehead. Eh? Right. Ticket was sold. Does not allow lottery winners to remain anonymous in Wisconsin, so they're going to have to come public. <laughs> so it wasn't you, chump loser. Icelandic airline, Wow Air, collapses and cancels all flights. So if you bought a ticket on Wow Air, which is a transatlantic flyer, and you're supposed to travel today or tomorrow, they ceased operations. If you bought a ticket in the future, your money's gone. They're telling you, go look for rescue fares from rival airlines. Wow added that the whole bookings by credit card or by a European travel agent should try to get their money back through those businesses. It said that some passengers may be entitled to compensation from the airline itself. So this happens on occasion. Could you imagine showing up at the airline and they're like oh yeah they are uh, yeah we got our planes got repossessed Say what? so a typical base fare for a wow flight from the u.s to europe it used to cost about 200 from the u.s to europe that's a little too cheap so they went bankrupt sometimes if it sounds too good to be true what's the old phrase it is Facebook getting sued by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. This story does not have a lot of hair on it yet. But it tells you that the government is kind of zeroing in on easy targets that could say, look, big, bad, evil company. Right? Right. Um, right, Trump administration's downplaying the possibility of a trade deal, and then tomorrow they'll say it is. But you could slip in every now and then, um, as a as a government, and say, "Hey, we don't like their data collection issues. Hey, we don't like today's actions following the HUD's investigation of a secretary-initiated complaint filed on August thirteenth, two thousand eighteen. HUD alleges that Facebook unlawfully discriminated by race, color, national nationality, origin." religion, family status, sex, and disability. There's a lot of issues in California that I was like, really? So if you go to buy a house or rent a place, they can't tell you, or they can tell you, did someone have HIV in the house? Did someone die in the house? Really? Um, You know, they're not allowed to ask a lot of questions of you, like, you know, color and who you're dating and things like that. There's a lot of protections. California, for all of our bad, we do get some things right. And... Uh it's interesting to know that Facebook is in the crosshairs. Now that doesn't mean that it, it it's good to be in the crosshairs if you're like the greatest bison of all time and the the world's biggest hunters coming after you, that means you're the greatest bison of all time. You're not like the second greatest. You're not okay. You're the greatest bison of all time. Um it comes with the territory. When you're that big, you know, you're going to get some government scrutiny, especially in election years. So we'll see how that one plays out. Tesla shares, New York Times, the official record of the world, a lot of people believe. Tesla shares slump as 2019 starts. And it, it looks like sales aren't really living up to expectation. Last month, 6,200. Last month, 6,200 Teslas were registered with motor vehicle agencies in 23 states. That compares with 23,310 in January. So that's a pretty big drop. Now, those totals tend to reflect a lag because cars are often not registered until the month after the purchase. So in December, Tesla was scrambling to sell cars before the end of the year. Trying to get that federal tax credit last push. That expired. That expired. I'm not a big fan of Tesla at this point in time. I want you to be very, very cautious even thinking about owning it. Thank you. That's all I'm going to say from now on. Thank you. Now turn it off. Um, One of the big stories that we've been seeing in the last 30 days is the 10-year treasury dropping all the way down to 2.38%. It was at 3.25% about a year ago, right? That's pretty big. Oil's playing with $58 a barrel. These are things, bonds are like the yields, that's what we have to pay back, or that's what we get in yield. That's the cost of money on a 10 year basis. And then, you know, banks, when they lend it to you, they start, you know, adding 1% here, 1% there. But crude oil is also another thing that we factor a lot of our costs on. So they're all in the news. Lift IPO coming public tomorrow. Are you ready, ski daddy? Uh, You knew how much I hate that man. President Trump wants the court to allow him to block critics on Twitter. (laughs) I love him. What a mess. I mean, he is all over the place. He is so sensitive. He doesn't want critics to be able to criticize him on Twitter. Do you know what Twitter is? Twitter is like just a mess where you go on and you're going to get knocked. You could give uh, birth to the next savior and people are like oh he's just a baby he doesn't look anything like a savior like people are mean to babies on twitter trump i'm rob black talk on all things financial money investing and more